Corruption Watch has launched an interactive data tool that empowers the public to hold SAPs accountable. The tool is called the Visa Tool. Online for comment is Corruption Watch Head of Stakeholder and Campaigns, Kavisha Pillay. Welcome. Hi, uh, Shafiq. Thank you for having me. Pleasure is all ours. The Visa Tool, uh, first of all, before we describe what the tool is, I believe the meaning of the tool, the word Visa, has quite a bit of significance. Yes, um, Visa is a sort of colloquial term to reveal or to expose. Ah, and that's quite appropriate in the context of Corruption Watch, isn't it? Definitely. All right, tell us how the tool works and what isn't. I presume it's not a crowbar. Um, I'm <laughs> sure it's a digital <laughs> uh, piece of uh, equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so it's an online pa- platform um, that is accessible via your smartphone, your laptop or your tablet. And essentially, um, it provides, uh, the aim of this tool is to improve transparency and ensure greater accountability in the South African police services. So the tool provides users with six key features. The first is that you can go on there, on beza.org.za, and report any type of police corruption or misconduct that you experience. All of these reports are anonymous, but they are geolocated. So if it happens in a specific street, for example, in Manenberg, where police officials keep asking members of the public for bribes or so on, um, we'll then be able to pick up that that potentially is a hotspot, which then sort of leads to the second feature of the tool where the public are able to access trends and patterns and hotspots of police corruption. So like I said, if you're in uh, Manenberg or in Alsis River or so on, or even in Constantia, you'll be able to see where the specific hotspots of police corruption based on the reports that we're getting from whistleblowers. The third thing is about getting access to your rights. So if you were in a roadblock and a police officer asked you for a bribe, we give you information what you should do. If you're participating in a public protest or if you were arrested or if you want to report um, an act of gender-based violence or domestic violence, we give you all of those guidelines of how you go about reporting it, what are the responsibilities of the police. And if the police fail to act, we tell you where you should go and report their own misconduct. The fourth thing, which I think is the most important feature of the, the tool, is that communities are now able to access information about the individual police stations beyond just their locations and contact details. Now you'll be able to find out, okay, what is the budget of my police station? What is the exact resource um, allocation? So how many vehicles in my police station? What is the holding cell capacity? You'll also then be able to see, you know, how many personnel, so how many police officers are at my police station, and that's broken down to, like, visible police and detective services and so on. And that's also really important just to make sure that we start to make a... That policing becomes more transparent in our country. I think that a lot of abuse happens because of that veil of secrecy, Uh. but it also means that 
you know, it's also a useful tool for, for the police officials themselves within these police stations, especially in difficult communities who don't have the resources. I mean, what, what some of the initial data is telling us, and we're looking this, at this in Cape Town, is that your more affluent areas in Cape Town, like your Camp Spain, your Stellenbosch and others, are much more better resourced than other communities, like, for example, in the Cape Flats, who don't have the significant resources to address the various problems that they're experiencing there. So that's a really important feature of the tool. And then the last two things would be you can race and review your police station based on assistance, communication, and professionalism. But you can also now nominate ethical and honest officers. And I think this is an important point to stress, that we are not out here to sort of bash the police or antagonize them. We know that there's many honest and ethical cops who go beyond the pale to keep our community safe. And in order to foster a culture of integrity in the police, it's really important to recognize, um, you know, quality, honest and ethical police officers. So in a nutshell, those are the six things that communities can use and, and the public can uh, use do on this tool. Yeah, I can see some police officers already getting a bit nervous. They're starting to sweat a little bit. Uh, uh, VESA is certainly going to be um, a very useful tool. Um, how do I get hold of the tool? How do I log on uh, to start using it? So you can access it across all of your devices, so your laptop, your smartphone, or your um, tablet. Um, at the moment, it is not data free but we're working very hard to make sure that this becomes a free website because it's an important resource for people and we understand there are issues around data and the digital divide so we're hoping in the next few months it becomes a free um, site for everybody to use but if you just type in www.feza.org.za so v-e-z-a.org.za you'll get taken to the tool and the first thing you'll see is a South African map and it looks similar to how Google Maps looks, or any type of location services looks on your phone. And then you can start, like, zooming into certain places and it will tell you where specific police stations are, um, which are sort of police stations closest to you, which stations have certain resources that you may need. So it's an interactive map, but you'll also then be able at the top to see there's a bar where you can then access the information about your rights, but also report corruption um, and, and so on. So if you're a police officer and you're thinking of pulling a move, Visa is going to find you and it's going to expose you. So if you're listening to us right now, if you can go to the Visa app, uh, www.visa, uh, into, into um, Google, you'll get right there. You can log on and you can use this tool to help transparency in policing. Kavisha Pillay, Head of Stakeholder and Campaigns at Corruption Watch, well done on Mr. Visa. He's going to certainly be looking after the police and enjoy the weekend. Thank you so much. Drive time 91.3, always on the cutting edge. Today, coming into 25, we predicted that, and it's uh, spot on. Tonight's temperature goes down to around about 16 degrees, and on average, it's about one and a half degrees cooler than last month. So you'll find uh, Monday evening, for example, after some cloud, it'll be 15 degrees. So you'll see it gets cooler, goes up a bit, then gets cooler again. 
Uh, Saturday, 24 and 17, but with a westerly wind going southwesterly later. Southerly on Sunday, and uh, they say there's a light chance of showers on Sunday. It's certainly going to be overcast. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, sunny side up, but all temperatures are well below 30 degrees. Sunrise, uh, 25 minutes past 6 tomorrow morning. Sunset now, 1933, Maghreb, 1936. Coming up in your bulletin at 5pm, a case opened after Makashuli supporters held an illegal gathering outside of court. Meanwhile, a motorcade in Guguletu revs against gender-based violence. And the slain Chekofatso police family suspected her boyfriend was involved all along. This after he admits guilt to all charges. Internationally, Biden said to make first public outing on world stage as president. That's your headlines. More news at 5pm. Drive time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. Drive time it is. Uh, 0829 913 913 is uh, the WhatsApp line. After five, our book today is entitled At Any Cost. The South African fraudster who took the tech world for more than 40 million dollars that amounts to a lot of rands you do your uh cal- your um calculations it becomes t- to almost 500 million rand and uh, this particular gentleman uh we're going to be asking the question did he go get away with it or did he not because uh, this particular person has disappeared but 40 million dollars went up in smoke or most of it into his back pocket. <clears throat> so it points out the dangers and the pitfalls of cryptocurrency. If you don't do things properly and if you do not have uh, proper mechanisms in place, you could have a very unhappy ending. And this particular person paid no taxes, um, abused staff, ducked and dived, and it all went up in smoke. So after five, our special... Um, Book review at any cost. The South African fraudster took the tech world for more than $40 million. Stephen Tim is the author. He'll be with us after five. Drive time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge.